Marking Bohemia, Henri Merger's Saint de la Vie de Bohème, part four of Bohemianism, a podcast series in theparisproject.net. I'm Roger Mummert. In travel, there is a paradox called marking. A key travel destination inevitably becomes marked as such. This Mayan ruin is an authentic relic, a must-see for anyone touring the Yucatan. Yet, once such a site is marked as authentic, it no longer conveys authenticity. It becomes a meta-site, a sign, a tourist-encircled marker of authenticity, and the serious traveler must trek deeper into the jungle in search of pristine authenticity. This marking process occurred with the original Bohemia of Paris. In particular, it was marked by the publication and the popularity of Saint de la Vie de Bohème by Henri Merger, 1822-1861. This is a tale of four friends living together in the Bohemia of the Quartier Latin in the 1840s. It appeared as a series in the literary journal Le Corsaire from 1845 to 1848. Then Merger collaborated with playwright Théodore Barrière in adapting it for the stage in 1849, and its run at the Théâtre des Variétés was a huge success. That prompted its publication as a book in 1851, and it has been widely read ever since. Some see saint as the very definition of Bohemia. Others say it merely marks it or mocks it. Whatever your perspective, saint de is a fun read, despite its amused tone and sunny ending that call its veracity into question. Critics say Merger failed to recognize Bohemianism as a serious social and political battle cry against bourgeois values and the comforts afforded by industrialization and worker exploitation. Merger, they said, presents bohemianism as a mere phase by children of privilege who are throwing an artistic temper tantrum in between a bourgeois upbringing and a bourgeois adult career. Merger, in fact, lived in Bohemia for a decade beginning at age 19. He formed a group called the Water Drinkers, its members being too poor to afford wine. This era ended abruptly for Merger when his great success in chronicling the foibles of Bohemia catapulted him out of poverty at age 29. Standing on the other side of the street, he reflected, La Bohème, c'est la stage de la vie artistique. Bohemianism is just a stage in the life of the artist. Further, he said, C'est le préface de l'Académie, de l'Hôtel Dieu ou de la Morgue. It is a preface to the Academy the hospital, or the morgue. Well, clearly, Merger had an eye for animating bohemian life, one where artists float through life on dreams. His characters always seem to find a way. They alternate between burning their furniture to keep warm and friending a patron who provides a feast or a commission to sustain their artistic visions. saint de la Vie illuminates one of the most enduring ideas of Paris, that life lived for art is a supreme human aspiration, and that in that pursuit, Paris is the only place to be. saint de has four main characters who are brought together by happenstance. Alexander Chonard is an artist trained in both painting and music. To rid his mind of his overdue rent, Chonard pounds his piano and composes verse. When going out, 
He stuffs his possessions in his pockets, never knowing when he'll be evicted. In fact, his eviction sets the story in motion. Shonar is believed to be modeled on Alexandre Schon, a painter, musician, and poet. Gustave Colline is a philosopher who roams about town in a long overcoat with books stuffed into every pocket. He gives lessons in mathematics, logic, botany, and science to earn a meager wage, which he spends on books. Colline is believed to be modeled on Jean Wallon, a writer, philosopher, and theologian. Marcel is a painter. He moves into Chonard's apartment, and he extends hospitality, forming an inseparable foursome they call the Bohemian Club. Marcel is believed to be modeled on the writer Champ Fleury, a roommate of Merger during the lean years. Finally, Rudolph is a poet in rapport with the muses. By day, he edits a fashion magazine. Merger himself edited a fashion magazine, and Rudolph appears to be based on him. So the story begins with a toast to the formation of the Bohemian Club. Let us celebrate this fine day. Throughout saint the foursome struggle to live as artists and to find food, drink, and rent money. They ride the carousel of love, taking mistresses, suffering broken hearts, and bringing flowers to dying muses. And they gather often to drink, philosophize, or simply to vent at the Café Momousse, its name derived from the god of satire. Café Momousse actually existed. It was located on Rue des Prêtres Saint-Germain-le-Chacrois, near the Louvre. It was demolished in the 1850s. At the end of saint de la Vie, the members of the Bohemian Club depart Bohemia to live bourgeois professional lives. At a final banquet, Marcel calls on the group to move on, saying they had become slaves to habit, not to a passion. It is this bondage we must escape, where we exhaust ourselves in a ridiculous and shameful slavery. Marcel adds, We have had our days of fun, of carelessness, and of paradox. All this is very fine. A good novel could be made of it. The final chapter, One is Only Young Once, occurs a year after the death of Mimi, Rudolph's tragic muse. Rudolph suggests to Marcel that they dine at their old haunt on Rue du Faux. Uh, I'm perfectly willing to reminisce about the past, replies Marcel, but it'll be over a good bottle of wine and seated in a comfortable armchair. I've been corrupted. I no longer like anything but what is good. And so Bohemia ends for the Bohemian Club, and perhaps for this chapter of Bohemia in Paris. Soon, Bohemianism would be re-energized with Baudelaire, Verlaine, Les Poètes Maudits, the Paris Commune, new chapters, new generations, and the marking of Bohemia would continue. Merger's publication of saint de la Vie was akin to the opening of hair on Broadway. Under bright lights, the raucous hippie life lost all its wisdom, its whimsy and magic. It became marked, codified, co-opted. From that moment forward, anyone still living or romanticizing the hippie lifestyle, hey, I was there, man, was ridiculous, indulgent, passé. Similarly, the authentic Bohemia had been marked by saint de and it was never the same. Merger's success allowed him to retire to a country home where he wrote other works, including saint de de Jeunesse, Scenes of Youth, and Les Buveurs d'Eau, The Water Drinkers. But Merger never duplicated his initial success, and he blew through his money and died poor at age 38, a bohemian ending. A statue of Henri Merger stands in the Jardin de Luxembourg, just outside the Senate building, 
a most unbahemian honor. But was Merger really a bohemian, or merely a marker of one? Merger left us a bit of an answer, said he, Search a bohemian, find a bourgeois.